Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. We're reviewing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. This past week saw the debut of the Doctor Strange sequel on streaming, so now that everyone here has had a chance to watch it, <coughs> me, uh, <laughs> we figured it was a great time to review the movie. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the 28th Marvel Studios film. It stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Rachel McAdams, Sochi Gomez, Benedict Wan, Chuatel Ejiofor, and Elizabeth Olsen. I'm gonna this episode's gonna have a couple of pronunciation uh, uh, challenges for me, so I will do my best. <laughs> the film was written by Michael uh, Waldron and directed by Sam Raimi, and when, was released May sixth, twenty twenty two and made $947 million at the box office. So, here's our thoughts. As always, our reviews, we will uh, assume that you have seen the movie already, so if you haven't, beware, we will spoil everything. Uh, and so with that, uh, what'd you guys think? Who wants to kick us off? I enjoyed it. It was okay. It was okay. Okay. I mean, I saw it when it came out, and then I recently watched it when it came back on streamings. Or I should say it came on the streaming, so I watched it again. Okay. I enjoyed it. I think it's a it's a fun movie. Clifton, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. It was fun to see Sam Raimi return to superheroes and bring back some of his old style along with some of his new style. Yeah, I love this one. Um, we were deciding what to watch, and my wife asked me if I wanted to watch Doctor Strange, and I was like, eh, maybe we should wait for the weekend. But we had like the the page up, you know, mm. already, like like uh on on the app, and and I was like shocked. I looked at it, I'm like, wait, it's two hours. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, the runtime was was kind of surprising to me because it's like uh, it it felt a lot longer than it was. I mean, like like no, like knowing the runtime, sometimes you you can kind of gauge sort of a, a, a plot uh, twists and stuff like that, and sort of where developments and like what's going to happen when and stuff. But there was moments I'm like, how are they going to wrap this up? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like we're getting close to the end and, uh, and I'm not sure where the, like, there's no end in sight here as far as like solving the problem, you know? I liked it a lot, but that was one of the things about it where I thought it doesn't really, it sort of just keeps skipping along. It doesn't really give you a chance to like mm -hmm. digest it, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but at the same time, it feels like in points where I was like, I would have liked a little more time with some scenes and a little more things, you know, to been you know, developed and, and for it to only be for the, you know, as big a movie as it, it's supposed to be, I guess it's only two hours, which I thought was odd. Cause there were definitely moments mm -hmm. are again, watching it the second time I thought, well, this could have been longer, you know, this part, this particular scene could have been longer. This particular fight could have been longer. Um, but you know, it was just seemed like there was, there was a lot of ideas that were, you know, easily explained within a sentence or two. And they just kept then they hit the gas pedal. That's <laughs> what it felt like in a lot of it. So, Mm. Mm. Well, I waited uh, a while to see this because uh, I'm still not going to theaters just yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that was the delay for me. But um, and so the risk for me is always that, like, you know, spoiler stuff kind of just seeping into my news feed and, and, and stuff like that. And this one. There were a couple of spoilers that I that I tripped over, but it was still able to surprise me quite a bit. And And one of the things that. I really kind of appreciated watching this was like, I really like Marvel trailers, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like I like 
like whatever material they're sending to the people that make the trailers because it's it's not it's not themselves so you know they're they're made by separate companies so whatever material they're sending to them or their notes they're giving them or whatever the process is because like watching the trailer for this like i had just like assumed that mordo was the bad guy mm, yeah right? right you know right like knowing that 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 the character was coming back and the actor was coming back um right. i just sort of assumed he was the bad guy and then like kind of th- like at, like watching the movie and thinking back to the trailer i was like wow they didn't really didn't show the bad guy because all right. the stuff with wanda you know i just assumed it was a team up movie or she was only in it for like a couple of a couple of short scenes or something mm-hmm. like i had no idea that she was the bad guy <laughs> right which i'm just like right. thankful that at that point like none of that was spoiled for me yeah, no, the, the trailer, go looking back at the trailer, the trailer does a really good job of sort of balancing the fine line of like, well, you know, obviously they're going to go to another, you know, the, another universe and they're fighting her and maybe it's a matter of, you know, she's teamed up with Strange at that point and then, you know, that's why they're, she's getting attacked by other characters and then, you know, Wanda's still the Wanda from WandaVision plus the Darkhold, so therefore mm-hmm. is she or is she not? possessed by the dark hold that's the right. question you know in the trailer and then i thought well maybe they're just going to go the next step and be like well this is you know we're just not seeing whatever is in the dark hold that may or may not have been you know pulling her strings right and that's mm-hmm. why i thought we didn't get it mm-hmm. in the trailer we don't get a full a full-on like this is the the bad guy sort of right. thing yeah and i agree with you i think the trailer the trailer does that really well and then when you get in the actual movie and the, and there's a quick turn of like oh no <laughs> it's yeah. it's immediately wanda Right. Yeah, you know, that's what it, that's one that's yeah. what I mean about the like, you know, that scene goes on for a little bit. I wouldn't mind a little more setup before it's immediately we're mm-hmm. in Carmitage and we're fighting everybody, you know, <laughs> possible to right. try and save uh, America right. Chavez. So I don't mind how fast that turn happens. I actually do like that because it did oh, do you? it okay. did surprise me like seeing yeah, it in right. the theater where I was because yeah, I was like I see the trailer. I think it's a team up. We see Mordo and I think, oh, well, like it's going to be our Mordo, like regular universe Mordo back right. being like, see, this is why you're going too far, Steven. Like you, you're mm-hmm. causing all these problems. So that's what I assumed. I didn't I wasn't sure that Mordo was I, like, I didn't think he was going to be the big villain. I thought there was somebody else out there possibly still we didn't see that then mm-hmm. does turn out to be mm-hmm. Wanda. We learn very quickly in the movie about 15 minutes into the film. Uh, but yeah, like when they pull that, like they pull that switch, like I, yeah. I kind of appreciated it watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, like you're not wasting any time in in making this a monster movie and telling us who the monster is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no mystery there. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. No. It did make me um, like watching it, though. Like I, I'm with Clifton. I actually really liked how, how quick the, the reveal is for that. And it's like, oh, wow. Like you know but there is there is like you were saying like like is she possessed what's happening here is she under control is it her what's mm-hmm. the deal and then like so th- there are moments where like you know she's attacking uh everybody when when they're right. like you know we need we need to make it a fortress that she's attacking like all the other sorcerers and everything and she starts like killing people off and i'm like oh all right, right. kind of tough to come back from there right. like what's the explanation here well because yeah we don't um, really get there, I mean, there's not a point where they're like, they don't really, you know, that was one of the, like one of the complaints I saw from the, when the initially came out to now was they don't really come out and really hit hard the idea of whether or not she's possessed by, uh, the dark, Cthon. right. 
the Darkhold or Cathan. I mean, he gets he gets name checked by Wong later when they go to Wondagore, but there's never that moment of like you know this mist or this mist you know the kind of ephemeral being coming up and being like, ha, I've had her this whole time in my clutches, and that's why she's doing all this mm-hmm. terrible stuff. And they kind of leave it vague, which I like. I don't I don't need it spelled out for me because. I'm familiar with the comics when we, when this, you know, what this is based on the Avengers story somewhat. But I mean, other than, I mean, there's not a lot of visual cues. There's like, I mean, other than she's straight up murdering people that she's <laughs> possessed by the Darkhold. But I mean, like she gets like, she, you know, we, we see the, the, the s'mores fingers that, that, uh, that Agatha had in WandaVision where, you know, the, your, your fingers get toasty right. <laughs> on the ends yeah. from using the mm-hmm. Darkhold. But other than that, it's not like she's, you know, there's not a lot of that withering that we got in, in WandaVision. Um, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And so it was kind of a, has she, ma- like, I, I had that question still of like, has she mastered the dark hold and then just like utilizes it? Or is it more along the lines of, you know, it's a 50, 50 split. Right. I don't really, you know, I still don't know. And I think they left it ambiguous in case mm. that, you know, they want to try and walk it back, which like, is she, po- is it possible to redeem the character at all at this point? <laughs> right. Mm. You know, can you can you say, "Oops, Cathan"? <laughs> you know, Cathan made me right. do it. You know, and and have that be acceptable to audiences because I don't I don't know if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the thing where I was just kind of like, I... right? They do point out that she does the right thing in the end. True, they do make an effort to point that out, right? Overtly, but that was the thing with with when when people were like, I don't understand. You know, what, you know, was it? You know, didn't we see her redeem herself at the end of WandaVision? I'm like, yes. After the fact of right. like enslaving an entire town to live out this fantasy, she right. did come around. You're right. She did come around in the end. But, mm-hmm. you know, and she did that without the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was her. Right. That was not, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that what you, you know, the, the idea of that, that grief is horrible and she was going through the stages of, of grief and acceptance and all that stuff. But, you know. Uh, she didn't. She didn't exactly say, "Ooh, I got to get rid of the dark hole and throw it into you know the volcano." In um, was it Mordor or anything right. like that? Right. Like she embraced it. The other, we see in the in the, the tag bit of, of Wandavision that she's there, you know, doing all she can to learn it. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, it's hard to argue that she she didn't embrace the idea of like, oh, I could be the Scarlet Witch. Right. Right. What'd you guys think of her performance? I thought she's great. Me too. Yeah, she's always good. Yeah, yeah. The, I know. I know she with her performance at all. I thought the bit where the bit where she looks at the camera and gives the the in the kitchen mm-hmm. and gives you that feeling. I like that was creepy. You know that whole thing. Yeah. The that and then um, you know her her justifiable rage. I guess you could argue that that, <laughs> that how unfair. But you know, like she said, the line about she says the thing about where I you know I sacrificed everything and it meant nothing. You know, I I, I from her point of view, I can absolutely see that. Yeah, you did. Right. You know, you know, you're you're constantly being asked to like, you know, do the do this big thing and then at the end of it, you know. And it's even what what I love about the movie itself is, you know, she there's a line that's from the trailer also of like, you know, you you do these things and you're the hero, I do these things and and I'm vilified and that's not fair and it's true. You know, I mean the climax of the movie is that, you know, times a thousand mm-hmm. <laughs> that he does, you know, you know, he does the thing that he's not supposed to do and I'm like and he's our he's our protagonist he's our hero <laughs> you know yeah i mean that 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 whole thing but we can get we can come back to that yeah i love that bit though where she points that out i mean that's like oh, one of my no. favorite lines in the whole movie oh no i agree is, i yeah. think no that's what and again again performance wise i think it's a really it's important that when she, the way she delivers it the idea of, well, that's not fair <laughs> yeah 
and it's not delivered in a way that you're like, you know, she like you think that she's being petty or being because she's she's correct. She is absolutely correct that mm-hmm. you know, in a way, it's almost an echo of what you know, like you were saying, Clifton earlier about Mordo about the fact that you know you've gone too far, Stephen. He did, he went too far in the first movie, right? And was told that you know eventually you know it's like Nicholson in, in Batman eighty nine, you know, time to pay the check, right? But that hasn't happened really yet. Mm. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, there's been moments where he he just sort of. He was, he's breaking the natural law of, or, of things and doing what he wants to. And the, the consequences are, you know, a stern talking to <laughs> generally. Right. Right. I like how um, I thought, I thought she was fantastic in it. I think, I think she's like really, really like kind of scary and menacing when she's supposed to be. And mm. she breaks your heart Yeah, uh, in other scenes. But one of, one of my favorite things is I like how she makes magic look kind of easy. Like just, just <laughs> mm-hmm. her, we, we've like I said, like this is the 28th Marvel movie at this point, and that's just MCU. That's not counting like all the X-Men movies and, and, and everything else. And what I like is that her hand gestures for like when she's pretending to use powers are really like kind of simple instead of like when you see other actors with their arms out, mm-hmm. like trying to flex like every muscle in their body to pretend <laughs> they're using powers. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, if you look at if you look at like Doctor Strange or Wong, it almost seems like they're tugging magic out of the air right right and whereas right. whereas whereas again i remember seeing a video clip of her i want to say it was around ultron where her moves were, they were talking about what it would look like because i don't know if is was strange out at that point or is it after it's after ultron right it's after ultron i think after and that basically the two camps were trying to figure out what magic how cat you know how would it look and that she should be distinct from while dr strange does it mm. So therefore, her moves are very much, you know, elastic and sort of, you know, flowy. You know, she's manipulating it as he is having to almost will it, almost kind of Green Lantern-ish. Right. Yeah. She's just, she's so at ease, which I think is just kind of refreshing and cool. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, I thought, again, overall, she was great. This, um, this movie makes me feel a little bit like, like those imaginary stories that, that, you know, from the 60s and 70s. Except it's like the follow up to one of those stories. Like it's not unlike, um, what if Superman, right? Like mm-hmm. after the Black Mercy, the 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 reality that the Black Mercy gave him, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. tried to make that real, and which I think is really really cool. And right, he goes he goes and seeks it out. Yeah, and it's and like I like I I liked how it, it's interesting to me how like horribly dark the movie can be. Mm-hmm. And also, like, weirdly, like, how much fun it is <laughs> at the <laughs> right. same time. Right. Like, you know, it's really strange um, mm-hmm. because you feel horrible for Wanda. Like, like sure. I feel like, I mean, like, one of the things that my, my wife and I were saying to her, like, man, they, they, they love just shoveling crap on her. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And like, and, and all of that stuff sticks to me. And I feel that I think like how it's intended to feel. And then at the same time, it's like at the end of the movie, when, uh, uh, Dr. Strange possesses a zombie version of a zombie body of an <laughs> alternate version of himself. I remember I just blurted out. I'm like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like just uncontrollably. I was like this, I like, like I was so jazzed the whole time. It, no, no, it's a, that's. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite things 
from Marvel in a long time is that that scene, that bit of him doing that, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, that's not fair, you know, that's not fair, you know, and he's, he's, he's mm-hmm. doing that's That's the whole thing I'm watching. I'm like, no, he's, you, you know, and then the Wong bit of like, I don't even want to know. Right. You know, cause it's another, you know, stupid thing that you're doing. That's right. going to, you know, you're going to pull, you're going to stick the landing and it's going to work and you're going to be okay. Yeah. But just the idea that, when he gives the pep talk to like, like that pep talk scene of like, you can do this, you know, basically click your Ruby, Ruby, your slippers. The power has been inside you all along, Dorothy. Um, That whole bit with, with America Chavez at the end, you know, or the climax is he's doing it in a, in a necrotic flesh that he's had to ward (laughs) off demons from. And again, my, all I can think of like, this guy is the hero of this movie. Like he's, you know, and he's, he's, you know, basically giving her like a thumbs up as, as a, as a, as a zombie. Right. That I no, I, mm. I love that scene. I think that scene is so good. And Wanda outright calls him a hypocrite for it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yep. As she yep. should, because he is. <laughs> <laughs> Rules are for other people. Like, you know, as much as you know, we we wanna we wanna say that Tony Stark is that character in that Marvel universe, but he's one too. Rules are for other people. It's not for me. <laughs> I do the I do uh-huh. the I I you know I I the, I do the impossible for before I have my coffee. That's that's his life. I mean that's who Doctor Strange is in these movies, you know. And it's great. I think again, I, you know, just that that typical, you know, because I saw that a lot of time, like again that complaint of people, you know, well she well, she just had the power all along. I'm like, yeah, she just couldn't access. She didn't know what to do. Right. She's a kid with power. She didn't uh-huh. understand. Yeah. We, we've seen that story countless times in right. comics and other things. Come on, grow up. Um. <laughs> Don't, mm-hmm. don't you can't bag on that and be like, I don't understand it. But the, to have him get, but I have, I can't remember a time when a rotting corpse gave the, the, all oh, you could do it space, you know, speech. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You right. Know, you know, the magic is inside you as he's, you know, his face is, you know, he's got that, right. he's got that Harvey Dent right. <laughs> from Dark Knight scoop of flesh out of his yeah. cheek. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, tremendous, beautiful scene. Love it. So good. So there's a lot to, 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 to go from there, I think. Mm-hmm. So one, I'll say the, the, the cool thing about the trailer going back to that again, really quick is that in addition to hiding sort of the bad guy, mm-hmm. there is a bit of a tease. I thought that like, we're acknowledging what if here, mm-hmm. maybe that was just me, but I saw the zombie thing in the trailer and I was mm-hmm. figuring like, Oh, that's from that. That what if zombie episode. Right. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. We're playing with that. Like that stuff, that stuff is going to be acknowledged. And when I'm watching the movie and it's not like really acknowledged in any way. And then Mm -hmm. weirdly, like I kind of forgot about it. (laughs) And then like, that's, that's what kind of like, I'm like, wow, you surprised me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, you managed to, you managed to like head fake me twice in a trailer, which was, which was really, really cool. You know? And Mm -hmm. like, we've seen a million of these at the, at this point, like, you know, Cliff, did you say sometimes there's there's movies out there where like they tell you like the whole movie like in order in the trailer, right. like they, they just do it in two minutes, like yep. in, in bite size, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was cool, but I also like you 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 were, I think you were kind of hinting at this, Frank. Maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth, but but my mm-hmm. sense of it, my feeling is that like I liked his relationship with America a lot. Like I thought, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. It's, it is very like sweet and nurturing and mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, like, like just the way he calls her kid. Like, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, like, uh, you know, I like that. And, and I'm curious how much you guys think it is maybe in real, in like, like acknowledging the aftermath of no way home, you know, 
Yeah, I, I thought that watching it. I did think that after the last mm. time we had seen him was No Way Home when he screws up with Peter, even though he's mm-hmm. attempting, he does, he realizes he screwed up at the time and, and you can tell he wants to, to nurture Peter even throughout that film early on and, and he just messes it all up right? all, all along the way of that film. But yeah, I mm-hmm. thought this was him trying to redeem that a little bit, even though like it's not even clear what he remembers, honestly, from that movie with how the magic works and it all. But right. it did seem to be sort right. of like like a redemption of, of of trying to deal with the younger hero and and get her on the right path correctly this time. It could just be a vague. He could just have a vague sort of like I could have done more for Spider Man, <laughs> right? Right, because he doesn't. You know, he doesn't remember all, yeah. all of it. I'm sure because of the spell. But you know, I mean, again, even you know, again in that one, the the trailer or the trailer has that bit of Wong being like, hey, you know, you can't, you know, you can't do this, right? And it's always like, I can do whatever, you know, he's always like, I can do what I want. <laughs> and I, and I feel like at the end of that one, he does, I mean, he has a moment, he doesn't quite break in it, but he definitely has a moment of like, you know, after all of this nonsense with these, with these kids and villains and Spider-Mans and, you know, all this stuff that I've had to deal with, spoiler, um, in, in, in No Way Home, you know, he does have a moment where it seems like he genuinely appreciates the fact that Peter's making this sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that mm. carried over through the spell, you know, right. whether that was something that he, you know, he, he, again, he's kind of like, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's what I do. And then there's that kind of sacrifice is immense. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for the fact that Peter is, you know, where he is at the end of no way home, you know, he's virtually alone. Right. So I, I think that might resonate with him also. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, 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 yeah. So sad, but <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of a, you know, he, I think on that level, I think he gets that, you know, Peter made, you know, Spider-Man made a sacrifice, right. For, for, to save everything. Mm. And I was a little more, you know, footloose and fancy free than I should have been. I should, was a little more careless, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't, you know, I, I think he, I think he likes the challenge of, you know, Dr. Strange as a character. I think he likes the challenge of, you know, being told no and then being like, oh, I'll show you. Right. And then, you know, <laughs> fixing or not fixing things. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, virtually every scene we see him, he's, he's, that's, that's the dynamic with him. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think, I, but I think I, right. I agree with you. I, the beginning back to what you said, I do think that the whole thing of, of, of America and him, you know, he, he's not quite as snarky. Cause that was the thing that people were like, well, you know, it's Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange in No Way Home. He maybe, you know, Maybe he's the evil Doctor Strange from What If, or maybe he's, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he's just maybe he's Mephisto, or you know, who knows what. But I think in this one, he is a little bit, he's a little more sympathetic to her right. plight. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it might be the open of the the bit with the dream, you know, the dream that's not a dream. Right. You know, when you're having the dream of of yourself in other realities throughout the multiverse, I think that might be it right. too. Is it you know, and it's also kind of you know, there's a little bit of. What I liked about her character was I thought for their relationship was there was a little bit of Doctor Strange being like, I'm Doctor Strange. I, I know what's going on, you know, and then she would basically, you know, there were things that she had to explain or school him on, which I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that, you know, that, that you, you can't always assume that, you know, you know, the stop is go and go is stop or whatever. And there's, you know, you don't really know and you got to be careful. And there's, you know, the multiverse is not necessarily as simple as you think. And, you know. But yeah, I thought their relationship was nice. I thought that I thought they handled that well. Yeah, and they play that up in ways where like he always thinks he knows. He always thinks he knows what's happening. 
And she's like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't throw up. And he's like, no, I got this. It's fine. Right. I've been through this before. And then throws <laughs> up because he hasn't been through this before. He doesn't know. Yeah. One of the things for me when you were bringing up that that dream sequence in the beginning that's not a dream sequence because I watched it on streaming, I thought I messed up with the way the opening was. I thought, I thought I'm like, is this glitching? Is this like the, you know, the end of the movie? Is this another scene? I thought like I had, I had hit like the skip button, like by accident. Like it was, <laughs> you know, like it was on the chair next to me and I hit it with my butt. You know, I was like, what? And I'm like, oh no, that's actually the, the, the beginning. That's really right, cool. Cause, Cause it opens yeah. right in the middle of an action scene that you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Seeing it in theater. I didn't have that confusion because i was like yeah i guess this is it right (laughs) this is how we start like we're now chasing we're in a chase i do know that like i mean you do have the confusion even then in the theater of not realizing which like is this our doctor strange yet at first or not and you think at first it is and then you realize oh like ponytail probably not (laughs) and then you realize it's not so there was like there was a little bit of disorientation built into it no matter how you see it i think um one thing I caught is that while they never show us, tell us it's Wanda yet, even in that scene, it's not until like 15 minutes later in the film, the very first music you hear when that scene opens is a little bit of like WandaVision music just for a second. And I wondered if it was just their, like their early uh, tell that like, oh, like it's Wanda. It's only for uh, a second. It's just the first couple notes that play on the score, but it sounds like, like the WandaVision open. That's just one thing I noticed along the That's way. That's cool. Yeah. Before you get the big like orchestral chasing superhero music. But Right. So one of the things unfortunately was spoiled for me, although I gave it benefit of the doubt, was mm-hmm. uh Patrick Stewart for sure. Like everybody online couldn't shut up about it. So that I knew. That I knew coming in. That got spoiled by the Super Bowl though. That was spoiled oh, really? in January, yeah. Because he's in you hear his voice in the Super Bowl ad. And literally, like, as soon, before oh, that commercial right. break was done, people on Twitter were like, was, was that Patrick Stewart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one had been out of the bag for a while. So that one, that one I was expecting. And I think I mm-hmm. saw, like, like a screenshot of, of, like, the yellow, like, 90s X-Men wheelchair, like, the hover right. chair thing that, that he had. So, so that, that I, I, I was expecting. Because um, they do say the Illuminati, like, in... in one you of know, the later the ads, too, like you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, that, that came about in like the second or third trailer that they mentioned the Illuminati. OK, and then John Krasinski was the one that I that, I, you know, that was the one I did. I wasn't sure about, mm. but I did see him. I did see him and I saw him in, in, in the FF uniform okay. uh, as Reed. But that was one thing where I'm like, I don't know if this is real or if this is like a Photoshop, because he's been like kind of the fan casting for for years now right at this point yeah you know so i didn't know if that was just kind of people like cobbling it together because i was trying hard not to read headlines and everything so i mean those were for me um seeing it kind of late yeah those were the two things that kind of that were spoiled for me but so i'm curious so you know what do you guys think of the the illuminati stuff how did you guys like that stuff in the movie unfortunately that was unfortunately john krasinski was spoiled for me and i saw it opening night in the theater so uh, that was spoiled because the Sunday before it opened, all this leaked stuff got to Twitter, which I actually didn't see. But what I did see was like what was trending on Twitter and what was trending on Twitter was the phrase Captain Marvel, which I already suspected there would be 
a Captain Marvel or a version of Captain Marvel in the film. I suspected that mm. from like the very first trailer because it looks like the powers we see are Captain Marvel's powers uh, in that one scene mm. with Wanda. So I suspected there would be a Captain Marvel or some kind. Like, I didn't know what. I didn't know what kind. Like, if it was going to be a zombie Captain Marvel, I didn't know what. But I suspected there'd be a Captain Marvel. And then the next thing I saw trending that Sunday night before the movie came out was John Krasinski. And I thought, why would John Krasinski be trending? And then it dawned on me <laughs> that, well, like, uh, why he would okay. be trending and who he would be playing if he was trending for that reason. So I, that's how it was spoiled for me. And then I didn't go online until after the movie, but uh, those two were spoiled for me. Right. Although only partly for Captain Marvel, and I had already suspected that one. So that wasn't a big spoil. Okay. The movie poster spoiled one of them for me, because like, you can see it in the first poster, which I pointed out to, I mean, our engineer when we were at the, mm. the movies once with another friend of ours, is in the, the movie poster that had like the shards of like glass crystal breaking and different things in the reflections. Mm-hmm. You can see the British shield. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's in the okay. movie poster. Yeah. It was cool to see her, though. Always neat. Yeah. No, I was very Always excited. Great Haley like, Atwell come back. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I saw that, I was definitely psyched for it. But I was like, yeah, like, I knew she's coming. But I was, I was excited right. for that one. So what would you guys think of uh, that? I don't want to say scene. It's more than one scene. But what would you guys think of that portion of the movie? No, I mean, it's fun too seeing what they do again. Like, like when the, I guess, second or third trailer, I suspected they were the Illuminati from the very first trailer when we see like, you know, a bunch of people up on a daze, you know, looking down on people from mm-hmm. chairs. And I suspected, I suspected it would be the Illuminati. Uh, but then when they said it, I was trying to, you know, piece together like who, like who is the Illuminati in comics and who can they use for the movies? And and trying to guess who it could be and thinking like, oh, are we going to get like, you know, Tony Stark played by a different actor because they could now it's multiverse. They can do whatever they want. So I thought it might be things like that. And I was like, well, Namor's in it in the comics. Are we going to get like a Namor tease? I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know how far off we are Mm -hmm. from that stuff. Reed, I thought was a good possibility just because we know we know that movie's coming. We know a more MCU right. Fantastic Four movie is coming. Uh, but no, like I did enjoy seeing what they did with it by like making it work with the pieces that they have, like the 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 pieces of the right. puzzle that they can move around into that position. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Lashana Lynch's uh, Maria Rambeau, Captain Marvel. I'm like, yeah, like it's it's not hard to make that leap to be like, oh, in a universe, she was the one instead of Carol that had that whole yeah. ordeal. Like it's not that much, it's not that hard to leap. So like it was fun seeing her cause that was still a surprise to me when it was the Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel. Mm. Tommy, what'd you think about this scene? Yeah. Uh, at that point I'd already uh, felt the movie went a certain direction I wasn't expecting. So okay. when they brought those people in, it didn't make me feel um, any like, grateful that they're in or even the whole uh, acknowledgement of it being a multiverse it just felt like fan service in order to uh um give people what they're thinking or what they might assume something was going to happen but i wasn't wasn't into the scene into what it created so it was just meant for me okay frank how about you 
I managed to stick away, you know, get away from a lot of that stuff. I, I know that the thing that Clifton was saying about the shield, I'd heard that. And apparently in that poster as well, there's a, a, a frame of Deadpool. I had heard. Okay. <laughs> in that shattered, it shattered, you know, um, and then, and again, that conjures up the whole thing of what if, and then the watcher and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Which, which I thought was another nice, you know, bit of trying to tie everything together and make you think that we were getting, you know, um, the strange from that, from what if in the movie. Um, but no, I, 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 the week before, like the week before, I think we talked about it in one of the pregames we were doing or, or the shoot around or talk, you know, before we do the actual episode where that, that I'd seen the, the Xavier, they just show, all it was, was the quick cut of the, the yellow hover chair, um, her shield. And I think that was it. I think that was the two that I was like, ah, oh, I could have gone another week with not knowing that and gone to see the movie and been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but cause again, it was just one of those things of like, maybe cause when I saw the, the, the shattered image, I thought, well, maybe they're just playing off. What if, mm-hmm. but I didn't know about the, the read thing. Obviously I knew about Krasinski and the internet and everybody pushing for him and Emily Blunt to be Reed and Sue. That's been around forever. And then I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised to see uh, Black Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that mm. was awesome. Um, um, you know, as much as, as much as I didn't really care for the TV and humans, um, right. I think, Ans- I think Anson Mount's a fine choice for Black Bolt. He's, he's a mm-hmm. good actor, you know, um, and it was nice to see him like in the actual full yeah. Black Bolt costume and not yep. like beating around the bush like the TV show and nope yeah. giving it to us but not giving it like not giving right. us in humans at the same time like like unapologetically human in humans was was right. interesting to see yeah the idea that we're not done with the Inhumans that's what right. I took it as yeah you know, it's a nice it's a nice statement of like no no the Inhumans exist and we're not done with them and we'll get to them at some point and fix you mm. know fix what happened you know again. <laughs> You know, we'll, we'll, we'll correct. We'll, we'll course correct. So it was right. cool to see him. I thought that was great. Um, I liked the, the, the alternate Captain Marvel. I wish they'd have gone a little harder with it being Monica Rambeau's look as opposed to the all black. I thought the black and right. white costume that Monica Rambeau has in the costume in the, in the comics is great and it has right. been great. So yeah. It's an awesome costume. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and it was, it was cool to see them all together on the, up on the dais and talking to, you know, talking to Steve and letting him know that he was, you know, he's the threat. <laughs> in all the multi, you know, in the multiverses, it, yeah, one is the you know a big threat, but you know it's usually him. So, right, mm-hmm. yeah. I again, I, I agree with Clifton. The idea of of taking what they could work with, and then giving us a little bit of tease on what you know what may be coming or what's out there was not. You know, I loved it. I thought it was great. That was, yeah. but th- but then again, to 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 get back to what I was saying earlier about I could have used more of. Um, I agree with a lot of people that when they say that the the fight scene was over a little too quick. Like I thought, I mean, don't give me. Oh, it's a squash mm. match. Yeah, <laughs> it's a squash right. match. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. Like, I agree. You know, again, you know, it, you know, when people are going on about, well, why didn't the Avengers go to go to Westview? Is that what it is? Westlake, Westview, Westview in, in Westview, WandaVision? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, why did they confront her? And I'm like, well, you know, we might have lost the entire Avengers team if we confronted her <laughs> in in Westview. Right. So, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, it, it was, I saw a lot of parallels between her and obviously, uh, Jean Grey and all the X-Men movies where she, once she becomes mm-hmm. Phoenix, she becomes the, the Freddy or the Jason right. <laughs> kind of the monster, you know, kind of, yeah. the monster, it felt right, very you know? dark Phoenix to me. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I liked, I thought all of the, the, you know, I, I didn't take glee in the deaths, but I thought some of the deaths were really creative, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, you know? <laughs> 
I liked right. the bit with Patrick, <laughs> the bit with Patrick Stewart, because that was something I thought about too. Was when 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 the whole thing of like whether she possessed was she possessed or not, and he, Professor X says, you know, your your darker half or your other half or whatever is, is what's doing this, right? Mm-hmm. And I realize that you're, you know, you, you is is, and again, I don't know if that meant the actual Wanda in that in the multi like in that particular universe was what was stuck, right? Or it was actually Wanda, mm-hmm. or again, if we we just weren't hitting the idea of. You know, we weren't going to, they, they didn't want to give us the full on, you know, mustache twirly, um, Cathon mm-hmm. to say that was what it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is a good scene though. I mean, it, it, it does, it does feel like sort of like, is, is this, is this the crack? Yeah. That, like Xavier's the one that's going to find the crack. That's going to sort of like, you know, bring her back. Right. Right. And, sure. uh, and, uh, it makes a hard left. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I must say one thing that it's a minor thing in that scene, but it was kind of nice to see like, like a visual effect on mm-hmm. professor X's psychic power. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it was yeah. just a little thing, but I was like, <laughs> I, cause in the comics, you know, we get the waves, we get some like little indication of it a lot, not all the time, but right. depending on the artists and yeah. the depiction. And like, you just kind of see it like moving away from his mind when he's showing uh, Steven, the flashback yes. of, of that earth, yes. Steven. Uh, well, yeah, like it was just kind of neat to see that. Like, I don't know why. Right. It's just like a little thing I liked. Yeah. No, I agree. It was cool to see that. I marked out hard for that. <laughs> it's a good bit. The, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a little more. Uh, it it reminded me of. Um, there's an old issue of X Factor where, uh, it's Joe Fixit that's the Gray Hulk, and okay. at that and at that point, the 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 original X Men are X Factor, right? You know, and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. It, it's Bobby and it's it's Iceman and it's Jean Grey and, and Cyclops and they're and they're you know fighting the Gray Hulk and you know Jean Grey does her thing and and I guess you know there's no like energy outbursts and the Hulk is just like you know what are you gonna do just scrunch your face up at me? <laughs> right. yeah, that's your whole power. Like yeah. it doesn't. It's not a it's not a real visual power because you're using mental ability. So yeah, right. I, I I thought I thought the idea that they gave us a visual cue for his powers was really cool too. Yeah, I'm glad. Um... I, I, I was explaining to my wife also a little bit like who the Illuminati was in in the comics, and she's a big Black Panther fan. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that like, yeah, like he was in it in the comics, but it, you know, I guess it wasn't surprising to me that we got no mention of him or the Black Panther at all in this version because I don't think they wanted to tip their hand to whatever the sequel's going to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what right. I mean? That would that would be my guess is that like if you saw. Like if it was somebody other than like Shuri in there, like mm-hmm. up on up on the dais, then you'd be like, okay, well now I know that it's not this version. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I know they're not giving us that in the movie, and so I, I like that they're still kind of playing it a little little close, like what what it's going to be. I mean, the comics. He, I mean, T'Challa basically in the comics is kind of like this is a bad idea. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, he comes in later. Running. Like he's asked yeah. first and then doesn't hang around, then comes in later to kind of be a conscience right. of sorts for yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and this and the other thing is Captain America oh. tries that too, and that doesn't go well either. No, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's when you find out how they handle incursions, as we're yes. mentioned in this film, and it's mm, not yes. good. No, no, not at all. All right, so Tommy, uh, when did it start to turn for you? <laughs> Actually, um, to be honest, I, I know you guys enjoyed the. Uh, Reveal for Wanda being the villain of it all, but to me mm-hmm. it it felt like it should have been the second season of WandaVision, maybe. 
Mm. Um, it started not to feel like a Doctor Strange movie, more like Wanda and how Doctor Strange get through it. I I understand what you guys are saying about what you liked about it, and all those things were great. And it's not like normally I hate horror movies, but this one was fun. As far right. as Sam Raimi being the director, it didn't spoil it for me. It just felt like um, Wanda being a threat to Doctor Strange. It just felt off. I don't know. It just it mm-hmm. felt like it was a continuation of her story, not so much him getting through stuff. I would have loved to see him deal with the loss of Spider Man, maybe a little bit more, and uh, uh, a stronger bond between him and America. I mean, I get it in what it occurred and the things that happened, but it just felt like here's Wanda being more of a villain, even though we saw her be a villain. It just, it, mm-hmm. it just, it just felt like something that I thought was too soon a moment to tell. And and plus, mm-hmm. it was just more bad news on Wanda. I mean, it, it eventually killed her, I guess, or whatever the case may be. I'm sure she's not dead based upon uh, her power, just like in any other comic book. But I was a little disappointed that they didn't continue what they started with the first Doctor Strange movie, in which we really didn't get Mordu back, because the Mordu we got back was from a different universe. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, since uh, Zach watched it on Disney+, Plus, I saw a little bit of tidbits with my partner seeing it too, and something Mm -hmm. occurred to me. I went back and watched the um, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. and that brief instance where they showed Doctor Strange he dealt with threats that were otherworldly um, but it's it seemed like they took that off the table when dealing with Wanda like mm-hmm. she was a magical threat but we didn't deal with it I remember Frankie saying that yeah she would have slaughtered the Avengers true but it didn't mean that's not a threat they wouldn't have faced mm-hmm. regardless who's there so it just it just felt like it's one of those movies where they changed the rules just because of the fandom of Wanda. So mm-hmm. they brought her forward in order to uh, give you more um, fan worship towards the character and make you come in. I thought it'd been great if they still did the horror elements, the Doctor Strange stuff, just a little bit more deeper in his lore and show you how, fast that, how fantastical his world was. But instead, I just felt like we got was WandaVision 2 and here's some characters that you might love that we're going to wipe off the board just because you recognize them, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it just felt, it just felt off by throwing her in there and it took me out of the movie. That's interesting. Yeah. I can, I can see what you're saying about that. Like, like her, her transformation, her, her arc seems to be so much more complete than his. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And like, you know, when you, when you were talking about like, uh, uh, you know, and then they killed her off at the end, like I'm, sh- I'm shrugging my shoulders. I'm like, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, I don't I don't quite know what to make with with that. I mean, to to first of all, I mean, like I was I, I was surprised how nervous I was watching the movie. Mm, OK, like like there, there were a lot of people. I was like, it was like, was that the end of Wong? Like, you know, did, did Wong <laughs> just bite it there? Yeah. You know? like, yeah. When he yeah. goes which, off the cliff. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, would have made me horribly depressed because I love Wong, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I guess I guess to touch base with with WandaVision, there was a bit of like, you know, like what's like she's going to have a happy ending, right? Like what's her story going to be? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, and I know from the books and everything, you, and, you know, you guys will all know a lot better than I have. Uh, but, you know, I know that she is toggled, you know, started off as a bad guy, becomes a good guy, kind of, you know goes into some questionable stuff with like House of M where I guess 
some of the fan base looks at her like, well, that's kind of, that's kind of not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of a super villainy thing to do. Yeah. You know, so she's been a tweener at times. Um, but it always felt like, I mean, like Frank, like you were saying, like the end of WandaVision felt like it was building towards some kind of happiness to her. Mm-hmm. Right. For her. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like there was at least a resolution and kind of acceptance of what happened in WandaVision. And then it kind of, I think to me, it was more like I, I took looked at WandaVision as it, it plateaus. And then it kind of like leaves, like to me, it was like the end of like a, like a four or six issue miniseries. It wraps up, but there's that epilogue bit of, you know, she's still playing with fire, right. you know, she didn't put it down. Right. Just my, my personal interpretation of it is that like, while WandaVision dealt with her grief and was her dealing with her grief, she was still left with loneliness after. Mm-hmm. And that that's yeah. where the dark hold exploited was that right. loneliness. That's right. just kind of the vibe I got from it. It was my personal interpretation of, of what we saw. Right. But I would have enjoyed having more of a telling of the dark hold simply than it just exists. You know, sure. um, it felt like it's what's, what's it? The MacGuffin or the, um, the thing that is incorruptibly evil exists everywhere, but that's all you get. Um, and and if, we're, if I'm paying attention to the first Doctor Strange, everything, if you noticed, everything that was um, mystical in origin was kept by that group or by that, you know, by that society. This is the thing you leave laying around or forget about <laughs> it or don't even, you know, you know, it's, it's just, it felt, it felt weird as that's the thing that would get to her and they would, it would go unnoticed. And the only reason why she knew they knew she was the Scarlet Witch is because she told them. Mm-hmm. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it just it just felt like they're just pushing her story. And I, I agree with you in a sense of I get it's a miniseries, but if we talk in time wise, this felt like her own separate series, just because mm-hmm. the time on WandaVision could equal what two maybe three movies, yeah, which is far more time than what we get with Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It just I just wish they dealt to Strange more instead of finally getting to it in the last thirty seconds of the movie. You know, mm. that's yeah. But that's yeah, that's it. That's all. I was I was greatly disappointed with what they what they gave us. Not in the sense of uh, Rami was great, the horror scenes were great, what how they made her villainous was great. I just wish it wasn't her. Mm. That's all. And I I think there there that the potential to introduces to more of Stranger's world would have been amazing with under Sam Raimi's direction. My biggest thing about it that I didn't like was, uh, you know, and again, I, I, I think it's there, but it's not there. And I think it's, it might've been, maybe it's not on the page. I don't know. Um, you know, but it's one of those things where I, I still think it would have been better to have it be, you know, some like like you said, I would have liked a little more about Wondagore and a little bit more about you know you you know and if you're gonna check you know name check an elder god <laughs> of the Marvel yes, universe yes you know you might want to give us a little more than just a name check so you know people are having to whip out their phones and, and Google you know trying to spell it <laughs> and figure yeah. out what it is when it's a much bigger deal right yeah um and I just felt like it was kind of like eh, you know and again it it was the idea that I, I guess they're leaving it open to say that. Yeah, it was full full on possession, and that's what did it to her. Or, you know, like Clifton was saying, that the crack was there to exploit. But I, I think that it's just, they left it a little ambiguous, and, it, and then I I I'm okay with it, and I'm not okay with it. Okay, 
Okay. Uh, that's my okay. thing. I'm just like, eh, it works, but I, I still think it's, it's, you know, from a character standpoint, I, I just don't know how you bring her back from it. Yeah. But they'll you find know. a way. Do you guys think that was her ending? I'm just curious no. about that. Oh, no, we'll no, just no, take no, a poll no. Of that no, because I, my, the main reason okay. I don't think so is because, um, Young Avengers, um, so much of what mm. Young Avengers, like the, you know, for, for those who have not read Young Avengers, it's, you know, it's kind of their Teen Titans for the Avengers. Um, they've set up a lot. A lot of pieces are in play. And more coming that and we know of. More coming that we mm. know of. But, you know, just to rattle them off, it's like uh, Kate Bishop and, and America Chavez is another one. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'd argue that Kid Loki from Loki is another one. And, right. um, and then uh, you've got, you know, you've got uh, Lawrence Poe. Huh? Uh, she's Black, Black Widow's Widow. sister, right? Um, she, I mean, I guess they could, but she's not, as far as I know, she, she could be in MCU. She hasn't been traditionally. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, mm. what's, what's his name that was in um, Winter Soldier and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier? What's his name? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Elijah Bradley? Yeah. 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 He's another one for sure. And then, and then there's just the fact that um, Wanda's kids are, are big in it, you know, from the beginning of that book. But it's one of those things where, like, the second big second arc for that for the Young Avengers is a children's crusade, and that's all about you know a lot of it's about Wanda. So I would be very surprised if they brought those kid actors back as and gave them the powers as as, as Wiccan and Speed that we wouldn't see her pop up there. Yeah. Mm. Well, we know there's still another Vision floating around too, and there's that too. Yeah, there's right. there's there's mm. there's the White Vision out there someplace. Mm. It doesn't feel like an ending to me. I hope it's not, you know, um, because I, I find myself like like really responding to 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 this arc with her. But it's like, you know, when you get a, when you get actors that have been around for a number of movies, like like, you know, you never know. You never know at, at, at any point when they're just like, nah, I've, I've had enough. Like, right. You know, which I think is also like, like kind of the genius of it, too. I think to do it at this point, I have to be honest, like, you know, I think. You know, there, there's the Marvel. Uh, uh, what they do as far as like logistics <laughs> is is no no short of amazing every time. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I like that they're it's starting to play a little bit with that stuff. Um, maybe that's not intentional, but if it is, it's brilliant. I mean, I did see an interview with 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 Elizabeth Olsen and with Benedict Cumberbatch together, and they and they sort of you know joke and allude to the fact that so much of this movie was put together on the set. So a lot of what they, you know, they, you know, they were getting a lot of constant like notes or rewrites or, well, mm. this isn't, this isn't mm. how we're going today. <laughs> um, you know, this is, you know, from coming from whether it's Feige or Marvel or whoever, you know, a lot of chance, a lot of choices and changes were made. And then I saw a thing with, with the writer, Michael Waldron, who said at one point the wasp was supposed to be part of the Illuminati. Like that was in one of the drafts she was. Okay, and then it came down to the fight, and then like the only thing, the only note that he had was that Wanda just squashes her like a bug. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. You know, but it was one of things where like it didn't, you know, it didn't play out again. There was one of those things where like at one point, yes, that was that was what they're going to go with, and then they changed their mind. So, but they in this interview, oh. they're, they're they're talking about various aspects of the movie, and that was something that they kind of like. It didn't seem like it was a, a sore point or a sticking point, but it was just kind of like, yeah, we had a lot of changes on this one. Right. And I remember she uh-huh. had to go back to to do a lot of reshoots for it. So okay. again, you know, again, it's one of those things where I don't know, you know, reshoots aren't necessarily a bad thing. It just means, right. especially with the Marvel stuff, it no. means they've 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 course corrected or they changed direction, and now you got to go fix it. So right, but no, I don't think she's done. 
Yeah, like these movies, I feel like logistically are in new territory for Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just by being like mm. this massive shared universe thing that they've become, like just juggling everybody's schedules and being like, who can we get to come back? Who wants to come back? Who have we had mm-hmm. before that we could use? Like, I can't even imagine mm. the logistics they're juggling now. And I doubt any movies have ever had those specific logistical issues before, before yeah. what they're doing now. But I, again, going back to WandaVision, I remember when, um, I guess where they're wrapping up Endgame or Ultron, maybe not Ultron, but they were, they were wrapping up something pretty early with um, Paul Bettany. And he said that he thought, you know, they basically were like, he's like, I'm always surprised. His attitude is, I'm always surprised when Marvel calls me. Right. Because I always mm-hmm. think, like, if, early on, he's like, I thought I was getting fired. And then they're like, <laughs> no, we want you to be the vision. Right. And then. And then it became a thing of, well, now we're doing one, you know, with all the movies and now we're doing one division. He's like, I'm, I'm up for it, but I'm always surprised that Marvel calls. And it's also like, like you said, the idea of who's going to come back and who's willing to come back. Um, I read something recently with, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, who's playing Ab- Abomination? Who played Abomination? Oh, Tim Roth. Yeah. Tim Roth was like, I'm always, it's again, I'm surprised of, you know, when, when, when I'm supposed to be like, what the thing for, for Shang-Chi where he was, you know. Like he does the voice, at least he's not shown as it's Emil Blonsky, right. but he uh-huh. was kind of like, I'm surprised that they called me for that. So, <laughs> right. And it's been that, that Hulk movie came out. What? How many? 2008. Yeah. Was really 2008. So, <laughs> same year as Iron Man. Yeah. So it's, it's that many years after the fact they're like, no, we'd like you to do this. And he was like, I'll sure I'll do it. So. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into um, what, what we would like to see in uh, Dr. Strange three. Should there be one? But um, before we do that, I, I want to touch a little bit on on um, Christine Palmer a bit, right? Because mm-hmm. she was she was a bit of um, she was one to talk about like actors coming back. I was I was a little surprised that yeah. she she came back for this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that uh, that we weren't getting kind of um, you know, a, a Jane Foster moment in like Age of Ultron, where like all you have is like the photograph, right, right. right? You know, um, and so I was delightfully pleased that Rachel McAdams came back because she's great. She's great in everything. Um, mm-hmm. But what did you guys think of 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 sort of the the dynamic uh, that the characters find themselves in in this movie? Well, I, I kind of I, I wasn't really sure whether or not, you know, I, I kind of took it from the trailers that she was obviously the whole thing with the wedding. And then um, she had some capacity in another universe. It almost felt like the thing you were saying about um, an imaginary story. We're like we're only limited to the characters that we know that we can use, mm-hmm. and so she gets bumped up for being, you know, uh, not that not that there's anything wrong with being an ER doctor or you know from the first one, but all of a sudden she's like the the go to person for superhumans in the right. in the eight three eight is that what that is yeah yeah three eight yeah so that was that was kind of funny to me because I was like oh well you know this is how what ifs you know what ifs are that's how they do it they don't, they're not going to introduce <laughs> yeah. they generally don't introduce a new character or go outside it's just sort of like someone has you know, abilities or things where they get a, you know, a promotion <laughs> to a different thing. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I liked her. I liked the idea of it. I thought the, the whole arc of it worked well. I thought the idea of him being remorseful or kind of like, Oh, I, I missed my chance at the beginning. And then had to be able to say, you know, have the scene at the end when he's, when he tells her, you know, I love you in every universe. You know, I thought all that stuff was, was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for a nice bit of closure, um, for him and for you know i guess for her you know because again when, when you see what happens to their strange it's kind of like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I, I don't believe she got a chance to tell him goodbye so right right yeah they love um 
you know, again, another another nice bit with the snap. Mm-hmm. A nice a nice reference of to like like how how crappy it, it was, which sure. I think I'm really astonished at at the ability that Marvel has to sort of take the same event and and mm-hmm. approach it from so many different angles to to you know uh, to have it hit home after the fact after all these years. Yeah, that's one of the ones that the 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 the, the snap or the the blip that whole thing. The fact that they they've committed to it is I I I was you know I'm surprised. I'm glad if you got a lot of mileage out of it story wise, but I think it's amazing mm-hmm. that they decided. Nope, it happened. We're dealing right. with it. We're not just gonna. It's not gonna be magically <laughs> everything's back in the back back where it was. I think that's you know ballsy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and that they come up with new ways to show you how bad it was for mm-hmm. people. Like right. we've seen it yeah. for for Monica, we've seen it for uh, Yelena, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we've seen it now for Strange. Like, yep, things were lost as well as Peter Parker's yeah. teacher. As well as yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, as well as, as Martin Starr. Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, Bill Haverchuck, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier too. We're like, you yeah. see what happens to people's credit and banking. Like, oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. so i mean it's an interesting one just that they had used her initially that Mm -hmm. to make a love interest and to make a love interest we care about and as comic fans like that's not from the comics Mm -hmm. so that was a new creation i mean it's not that i know of i don't remember him having a relationship with night nurse because that's who she is (laughs) right yeah i was i was (laughs) i mean i remember him having interactions with night nurse well the only place i can remember that i think it's in is in um uh the oh no it's the what's no, the there's night nurses in the oath yeah in the oath right she's in that yeah yeah, yeah. she is forgot she was in the oath and that does have a romance plot and that was uh christine palmer was the night nurse in that one somehow i was forgetting that one that's one that i that i can think off of here but if you go back and look at the early days of it no it's more it's not <laughs> it's, it's more along the lines of he's busy Right. Like Tommy said, he's busy exploring, you know, these strange new worlds, basically. Right. Like right. that's his bread and butter until he gets to, well, you know, kind of where we get to in the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, that whole, that's the, that's the first inkling of, oh, there might be lady sorcerers and stuff out here <laughs> in the multiverse right. while I'm doing all this dimension hopping and such. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what I was getting at is that like, I mean, we know from the comics and Night Nurse, her character, Christine Palmer, is a character from the comics and she was from the 1970s. It was a comic book called night nurse Mm -hmm. by Gene Thomas and Wynn Mortimer. I think Mm -hmm. I'm right. I believe you're right. Uh, And it was like a medical drama book. I mean, it was like Grey's Anatomy as a comic book about like three nurse roommates and and it was a drama. (laughs) It wasn't superhero stuff. No. And then that's how it runs for a little bit. It's just like a soap opera comic. And then eventually they get brought back into the world of superheroes. And I had to look this one up, but it happens in uh, 2004. There's a couple of comics really close together at that time that both bring back two different nurses from the night nurse comic and have them start interacting with superheroes. One was a nightcrawler book by uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. And the other was Brian Michael Bendis's daredevil. Okay. Rosario Dawson character in the Netflix shows was a play on that as well. Right. That that's who they kind of became in the superhero world. But yeah, as far as the romances go, Mm-mm. the only lasting romance I remember for sure is is who we get a glimpse of. Yes. In at the end of the film, which is Clea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
again, I can, it makes sense to me why they didn't do her in the first film. Cause you're mm-hmm. introducing him to magic and, right. and you want him to be on this journey by himself on magic and, and Christine ties him back to the, to the mortal world and grounds him more. But yeah, I mean, it was, I do think it was a nice romance while it lasted. I'm satisfied with how it's wrapped and mm-hmm. then what we seem to be getting from it. Yeah. I like how heartbreaking it is like right from the go where, you know, yep. he's at the wedding and it's not his. <laughs> right. I just, I just remember I'm like, I'm like, man, why'd you go to the reception? Like, like no, I get I- it. Like I'm invited. <laughs> let me go. <laughs> let, let me go. Let me go make my appearance. And I'm like, no, I would never go to that reception. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because of Wong's reaction. You went, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That old that bit cracks me up every time. That's it's a yeah. good bit. But yeah, I agree with you. I, it's it is heartbreaking. And again, I I think it wraps up well. I think it's it's done. It's done in a way that's not. Um, it serves story and it does move him along mm-hmm. and it's good for the arc of his character. So therefore, it makes sense that when we get to the end of it, one of the uh, the epilogue bits is 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 Clay. So yeah. That's a good one. But again, you know, it's one of those things of it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out because it makes me wonder. I mean, are we going to get into what we we expect for the third one? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to get into that right okay. now. But first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. And finally, if you want to send a topic our way, send it in the comments or on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials. L-M-K-H-I-I. All right. So Frank, you're ready to go. So what do you want for Doctor Strange three? Well, I, you know, I don't know if everyone knows this. Does everyone know the character fairly well of Clea or not? No. Yeah, I know a bit. I had to look it up. Okay. Does everyone know who she's related to? No. She's she's like the the niece of the dread Dormammu. <laughs> so I anticipate there being Dormammu coming back for three. Um, right. As much as I enjoyed the the the, the floaty head one we got in the first one. Um, right. I definitely want the physical manifestation of Dormammu. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that would be cool. Uh, there are also some mention of incursions, which if you haven't read um, the Jonathan Hickman run of Avengers, um, I don't know if incursions are mentioned in his run of Fantastic Four, but it all runs up into um, Secret Wars. His, his not the not the original, the second one. Right. Um, but no, incursions are basically like they say in the movies when when you know two universes are basically trying to occupy the same space. I remember when the books were coming out, Tom and I had a conversation about the fact that it was Marvel trying to do Crisis from DC better than DC did it. Um, mm-hmm. If you go back to the eighty six miniseries, there is a point where you know there's a vast multiverse and then it goes down to five five Earths and then two and then one. Right? That's DC. That's DC. But with incursions yeah. in Marvel, it's basically. Um, you have this this basically kind of a harbinger type black swan character who shows up and says, I, you know, I'm just letting you know you're in the midst of an incursion. You have X amount of hours before one of these Earths is going to have to go. One of these universes is going to have to go. And it in the comics, it ends up being a situation of like, are we going to, you know, one, one, one of these worlds is going to have to wipe out the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically puts the Illuminati, especially into a very, you know, a situation of their superheroes, but now they may have to kill a world in order for their world to survive. Right. I don't know how much they're going to get into that because it's, you know, it's pretty heady and it's pretty awful and it's pretty Disney. So Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) if we're going to be all right with the idea of, um, in the comics, you have characters that are probably Illuminati, and I don't want to spoil those because the comics are great. 
But there are some characters who are like, absolutely not, we're not doing this. We'll find another way. And there's some characters who are like, I'll step up and kill the world right now. And they're superheroes. <laughs> right, Tommy? Oh, yeah. It's a great, it's yeah. a great uh, story. <laughs> yeah. It, it, very dark. Oh, it's, yeah, it gets real dark. That's the thing yeah. about it. So I'm like, I'm wondering how they're going to handle it. And then there's also the looming thing of, of, of uh, Jonathan Majors King out there in the midst of yeah. all this, too. Yeah. You know. But so I, I like for me, I, I want Dormammu. I want, I want, um, I agree with Tom. We should explore more of, of what, what's going on out there. And that, but again, I think it's going to be taking up a lot of it with the idea of, um, more of the multiverse and incursion stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I have, I have one. All right. Fire away. Mine is not as dark or Dr. Strange three Dormammu's revenge. Um, <laughs> mine is, um, strange Academy. Um, uh, okay. With all this, uh, if you notice, he's getting a lot of kids lately, um, yeah. and he does not a mentor them. Or at least he started mentoring at least one of them. But then it, it to me, it's a great opportunity for them to uh, include other magical creatures or people in the um, MCU. Like it gives a chance to maybe see Brother Voodoo, maybe Liana Rasputin. You know, just mm-hmm. other people of magical content, and him trying to teach what he knows to the next generation. Hopefully, Clear will help maybe help with that, but I can see them opening that door so you can get a whole lot of younger people to view it as well. Just the, you know, the Hogwarts of it all, so to speak. I can right. see Disney all over that, man, as far yeah, as that that's sense. concerned. Yeah. So that's what I think they're headed with it. If they had a choice, I wouldn't mind that because it still keeps it light while the ever looming presence of great evil behind them, so to speak. Or, or maybe uh, somebody takes, uh, the magic and use it for dastly deeds like we've seen in two mm. you never know isn't there a dormammu in strange county as well yes there is so yeah. the, re- the return of the mamus that were looming as well <laughs> mm. clifton how about you i want more mordo story yeah i want to actually see it yeah. uh come <laughs> back because we get the tease at it in this i mean and it is like that is a good little twist where you see him and don't know like dr strange like how is this going to play out because yeah. it didn't go well it didn't go well before. Mm-hmm. How's it going to go in this earth? Um, and then it also doesn't entirely go well in that earth either. But I would like to see like where his story left off in, in Dr. Strange, the first film, uh, because he does allude to it. Cause strange says, yeah, like in, in my world, like <laughs> you did it, like he dedicated his life to trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. I would yeah. like to actually see that, like that story yeah. play out. The other thing about it is he's such a good actor. Anyway, oh yeah, I mean mm-hmm. he's just he's so great mm-hmm. in, in everything pretty much he does. So it's like I was, I agree with you. I want to see more of of and I, it, going back to Doctor Strange one real quick. I just like the idea of the way they set up Mordo as opposed to him being like the mustache twirling villain he is in the comics, as right. like giving him a different purpose and making him being like no that we we can't just do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, you know, you know there's yeah. the, we 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 threaten the universe every time we go we color outside the lines, right? Yeah. So that was mine too, and and I agree with you, Frank. Like Jafar is uh, an amazing actor, and I think yeah. to see him as a bad guy, like I can't wait to see it. And I think that's mm-hmm. that thing that you talk about, Clifton, is is the the one disappointment that I had in this movie, where it's like you took the thing that we were all waiting for and kind of like building since the first movie, and just like it just sort of happened off screen. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> like I, I I really wanted to see what that was gonna be. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, it is. 
he he has pardon the phrase i mean like he has occupied kind of a pun intended strange life in the mcu we're like you know i mean this is quite a big gap from number one to number two right as far as in years right and he's popped up so many times and just like other things that like as far as the character goes it's almost tough to think about sort of the chronology of like of what his story is right like where mm-hmm. where he's appeared where he's appeared next and you know what i mean and so it's almost like i kind of i i hope they get it he gets like a tv show somewhere to like explore some of these things because um also now that we saw reed which i'm assuming krasinski's coming back I, i'm assuming that's what that is also i do have that question I do. I mean, I yeah. have that question because I don't know. I'm not 100% sold on it. I think it's quite possible. Right. But I do think it was, I think that's an interesting question for debate. It is. Yeah. I I think, I, I mean, Feige was kind of like, you know, that in a lot of ways that was paying off the internet. Right. Um, mm. But that doesn't mean he's not. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, it was, it's, you know, it was kind of the low hanging fruit of like, everyone says we should do this. So we did it. Mm-hmm. And then. Does that mean we were going to use him? I don't know. Right. <laughs> that, was, that was kind of his thing. It was like we're not saying one way or the other, but that was <laughs> that was basically right. the, the 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 payoff there. So I would be surprised if Patrick Stewart comes back when we do get MCU X Men. I feel mm-hmm. like that was just kind of like a swan song for him, possibly. Yeah, sure. that felt like that. Too. I hope that's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Also, I think like like as much as like I love him and everything, but it's like it right. is like I think it's time to to move on <laughs> to take a d- yeah. new look at that. Yeah. Yeah. What's also, I think that like we get so carried away and I think anytime that like an actor carries over, then we start like, well, like does do the Fox movies like, did they happen? Right. And I'm just like, uh, that's, that's a headache. I don't need, uh, right. <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, to, 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 to get what I was going to, what I was getting into Tommy, I was surprised that you didn't say you wanted to see him with, with doom. Oh Yeah. I think it's a stretch. You know? If we ever get triumphant, <laughs> to me, the uh, the path that they're laying now, uh, uh, if it, I don't think we'll get the oath or triumphant torment, I'm just mm. I'm settled into that. If I get it, applause, mm. stand up in amazement, but I don't see, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's ever happening. Mm. What I think we, what I think we would get, Tommy, is instead is the arc that we got in Jason Aaron's run of of Strange, which would yes. be the idea that magic is going away. And then there's the what the the carcol or whatever, where they're oh, basically, okay. and we we get that, and then it's a it's a team up between Doom and Strange to do that. That'd be interesting. And that, it, and like, yeah, cool. that'd be a good way to bring back more Doom. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like the idea of like, no, you have to again if they do, I, if they announce Strange Academy and then they fold that into the idea of like, no, magic is going away. And then, because in that storyline, basically, magic, they, 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 they're almost like Puritans. They want to get rid of the magic in, in, throughout the Marvel Universe. And you have all these various magic users, you know, basically trying to rally. And as more, more and more of them go out, like Strange is losing powers as like the, 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 the side of the rack or, or the, like the Wand of Watum, that stuff gets started mm-hmm. taken off the board. By the end, he's got like next to nothing left magic-wise. To try to fight off this threat. It's a great storyline. It's really cool. I can see them doing that instead of doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love uh, Triumph and Torment. It's a fantastic graphic novel, but I can see them doing the other one and then folding Doom into that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I hope he stays for a long time, though. <laughs> that's all. That's all I hope. And you know what? Like, I think 
I think Raimi did a terrific job with it. I really yeah. did. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely the 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 Raimi of it all I loved. I thought the Raimi of it all was terrific. That scene mm-hmm. with that bit the bit where just the bit alone where where she you know, she basically is like folding herself to get in and out of the 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 shielding that they've put up is just oh like man, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, there were so many there was so many little like shot choices and stuff that were were just Sam Raimi and it was it was refreshingly old fashioned. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a weird thing to say, but yeah. Like the the Dutch angles, like the canted angles on the cameras and like the double exposures and like the superpositions on the on shots. It was just there's a lot of old school film techniques that he used to use on his horror movies in the 80s. Even the, the zombie strange was yeah. like the zombies out of yeah. out of Evil Dead and <laughs> yep. Army of Darkness. That bit when, when Wanda started to break through and the hand comes through and they're like ah, ah, making the noise and stuff. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, yeah. this is great. <laughs> Yeah, very yeah. much, very reminiscent of that early stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Awesome. All right. So, as always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmeknowhowitis.com. Just please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next time. 